When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A winter storm is about to hit 100,000 people, stretching 2,000 miles from the Rockies to New England. Heavy snow and ice expected to disrupt flights, close schools, mess up roads and power lines. You might recall about this time last year, a winter storm took out the Texas power grid. Everybody wanting to see if history is going to repeat itself this year. Natural gas prices have already surged. The uh, national average is up 140% from this time last year. But some of our favorite ice storm stocks were hit hard the last three months. Generac down nearly 50% since November, but in the past five days, it's up 15%. So is demand for generators going to push the stock higher? Are there other generator stocks? What about other cold weather stocks, snow plows, utilities, overpriced luxury puffer jackets? Today on Dumb Money, we are exploring the stocks to buy ahead of the great 22 ice storm. We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turn $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. By the way, I apologize for my voice today. I, I'm pretty sure allergies did this to me. I've taken two COVID tests, both negative. I actually feel good. I just sound like garbage, so I'm going to um, drink my chamomile tea and try not to talk too much. Uh, but if I would imagine that this is what a groundhog would sound like, and today is Groundhog Day 2-2-22, which, uh, fun fact, there will not be that many twos in the date for an entire 20 days to 22-22. So if you like Dave, why, fun facts like why that. why are we doing this episode, why are we doing it live? We're, didn't we decide, we, we had Jordan, by the way, you missed out, uh, Graham Stefan came into town with his girlfriend this last weekend for an event, and Dave had dinner with him two nights in a row, but we had dinner with him, and he gave us a great piece of advice. He, he said that we should start taping these shows and not doing them live. Um, I thought we were going to and Do just starting this week record them as a live show and then launch them as a video because the algorithm treats videos differently than live streams and the replay of live streams and we could even experiment with doing something live maybe i'll take this one down after the um after the live stream and re-upload it as a video and see if there's any difference we're going to try that. But I mean, speaking of the algorithm, I do need to enough. remind everyone to smash the like button. I mean, even if you even if you don't like what we're talking about, go ahead and hit the button because it does help the channel get noticed by the algorithm. And I do have to thank all 261 people who uh, smashed the like button before we even uh, went on the air. So for you guys, thank you so much. Another fun fact, by the way, Puxtani Phil saw his shadow this morning, which predicted six more weeks of winter. But we, we knew that this ice storm was coming for days. So uh, do you want to talk stocks, usual suspects, Generac, Home Depot? Yeah. Retail, we, energy, we uh, oil companies. What are you guys looking at? We, we got to move quick today because it's about to start raining and getting cold. And I have to cover all of our like flowers and plants with that material. But I, I was actually yeah. at Home Depot. Like, what are you, are you getting burlap? Night. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that I, special white burlap. I, I got basically, you know, that stuff that you put 
underneath the soil. Like it essentially mimics this freeze guard stuff. Moisture can get through it, but it keeps the temperature, I guess, five to ten degrees warmer underneath. It gives your plants a chance. That's all. It just gives them a chance. Yeah. I have to do that right when we get off this episode. So if you want to come over to my house and do it here too, I don't have any of that, and I will pay oh, you sure, like Dave. I will pay you fifty dollars if you do it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. By the way, for those of y'all, I just want everyone to stay tuned to the very end of this episode. I'll, I'll have a really interesting surprise announcement about our next episode that you definitely do not want to miss. It's essentially, essentially, it's like free money for our community. It's wild, but uh, stay tuned for that. Okay, so here, here's just my overriding thought on this whole trade. I think the trade, more times than not, last year was an exception, of course, but more times than not, the winter trade, the storm trade, which I have been trading for 20 years. I feel like this is one of my favorite trades, and I just kind of have it in my brain because I've done it so many times. It's all about front-running other people's expectations. So you just got to be a little yeah. bit early and a little on, on both the entry point and the exit point. Meaning we always kind of get this cycle of people realize there's a big storm. It's literally imminent, literally about to hit. Everybody rushes into the same few stocks. It never is as, it's almost never as bad as people think it's going to be. And almost immediately those stocks pull back. So if you could yeah. just Get in a slightly early and get out slightly early. Usually, more times than not, you win on this. And, and that's why I wanted to talk about Generac because it has been down. It was just completely destroyed after they missed earnings. Um, but in the past two days, they're up fifteen percent, and they seem to already be kind of topping off. So th this is this is a five day chart, and you can see a big run up fifteen percent, and then and now they're settling. And if we so go back Dave, to the full uh, one year, you can see what happened after they missed earnings. But Just Dave, I think apart. that that move in Generac, meaning the little rebound that they had, had more to do with the market bottoming out and recovering because that move is consistent with the rebound in the market. So like Generac, like everything else, completely bottomed out. We had a rebound in the market and it just popped up a little bit. So I don't believe that move is in anticipation of this particular storm. Um, I just I don't I don't think that's the reason. By the way, I sold most of my Generac over the past few months. I had such a massive position. Thank goodness I'm out of it. But I will say this: Generac is probably my number one uh, storm trade here for any ice storm because yeah. if if it if it seems like this thing is going to materialize and actually result in any sort of widespread power outages. Uh, that in and within itself is exactly what companies like Generac need to get top of mind again. Generac already has, a, I had a Generac guy at my house yesterday. How timely is that? Fixing my generator, my Generac generator. And he told me he is still knee deep, swamped, bell to bell, dealing with generators from last year's <laughs> storm. I mean, yeah, that's, that doesn't sound too good for the product. If you need to have she it. had it installed probably uh, three weeks ago, um, and she had ordered it last year. And so they're still working through all these backlogs. I mean, that company is still doing a ton of business. So, so um, like, it doesn't need I, much is all I'm saying. Yeah, and Generac is my go-to for winter storms, anything, hurricanes, anything that can take power out, Generac tends to go up. But I feel like, did we miss it? Were we too late? Because there was already a winter storm that hit the East Coast last week. This is like the second one. This one's bigger and way more massive and way more power, more power lines. Generac's got a couple of things going on. One, it was 
I mean, it was a sky-high valuation on that stock. It's come down a little bit. Uh, I think it just got caught up in the one thing, earnings, and then the other thing, it just got caught up with the rest of the market taking off. Yeah. And so people were taking off risk. But can we talk ICE? Because let's let's here's the deal. Most of the country, most of the people watching this show are not as intimately knowledgeable on the impacts of ice storms as us here in the Dallas-Fort Worth region, right? Which is where we broadcast the storm from. Ice, guys, ice is really the the biggest there's nothing more that can impact power outages in ice because when these when these power lines get even a quarter to a half of inch of ice on them that ends up being theoretically a major major issue with weight on the power lines them come coming down uh major power outages that's why i'm interested in this trade and we decided to do this episode this week if it was just another snowstorm i don't think we would have done this episode but because there's such a massive ice risk here and by the way when i say risk we might end up getting no ice. Ice is one of those yep. things, right, Jordan, where it's like you either you get it or you don't, and you're like right on the edge of potentially having a major ice disaster that leads to millions and millions of people without power, and or everybody's like, is fine. Is this a problem in other places of the country? I feel like Texas is it susceptible seems to, to be ice this one it is. Well, and last time it was, too. And if we look at the headlines, the governor is saying no one can guarantee there won't be power outages from this winter storm. And that was just posted on the Washington Post like 40 minutes ago. The Texas Tribune uh, beat them to it with pretty much the exact same headline. So but we know it's coming. And is it are we prepared? Did did all of the utility stocks So the uh, company that owns TXU is one of the stocks that I was looking at today. That is... um, VST Vistra, is that is what what do we do with this information? Talk about Vistra. So Vistra is TXU, um, and the last basically, if you want to look at something uh, to short now, Vistra was it during the last ice storm because basically what happened was when uh, natural gas prices, when spot natural gas prices shot through the roof during the winter storm. Yeah, it there was like a basically Vistra had to have a billion dollar write down and the stock tanked like 20 or 30 percent overnight. Well, and what happened there in Texas specifically is they normally have this cap on how much they're allowed to charge and they just took the caps off. And these power companies already had pre committed to their customers. We're going to give you 20 cents a kilowatt hour, 15 cents a kilowatt hour. And then when the prices went from normal capped rates to 100 X, 1000 X, their normal price, they had to keep paying for the power and delivering it and selling it for the price that they had already contractually. We're not in that situation this year. So I don't see that happening. And I see these companies happen again if we see this again. So I don't know. Yeah, but but this storm is going to come and go. We're not going to have a week and a half of sub zero. It's not last year. Right. But I think when we're trying to figure out what stocks move to these situations, Let's not overthink it. Just look at the past. Look, look at what's yeah. happened in the past. It's pretty. We've done this so many times, guys. Like I feel like we've done this storm trade so many times. Home Depot, Generac, those are the trades. It's about timing. It's about staying in tune with the news. It, 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 the smallest difference in oh my gosh, this thing is really getting bad. You got to get. You have this little moment. And by the way, we're not financial advisors. This is how we're trading it. So guys, please don't mimic our trades. This is just our ideation of how we're planning to trade it for our own accounts. I, I think you have a small window, and we might be screwed because it looks like this thing is going to hit or not hit overnight tonight with the markets closed. So to some extent, you have it's to like, like place use your, your bets judgment. today and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. 
question about stocks that that people you know the stock up stocks like people are like oh well my pantry needs to be full because we're gonna have a day of ice walmart any any of those interesting to you not you, those are not needle movers on on a short storm like this on that blows through over a couple days two three days no chance i'm yeah, just wondering if people no might chance. overreact because of it you were we were just talking about before we started the show yeah dallas has already canceled school for thursday and friday in anticipation yeah. of this if it's a nothing, the they've already overreacted. Is like, I mean, it's not the pandemic. If they pull forward for a week, I mean, that's it doesn't not gonna, really. Yeah. Then they just sell ne- less next week. I don't. I don't see it. I uh, don't Pedro is asking about suburban propane. That's that's another one. But I think it's too short term to have it's, really it's an impact. Short term. I think there's way too much going on with natural gas right now to even you know know what's going to happen. I, I I don't know enough about how the economics of natural gas affect their business to to go gamble into something like that. Are, also, are there guys, any of the oil ju- plays interesting to you, Jordan? You, I know you follow those way more, but like um, Occidental yeah, so Petroleum sold, or anything? Uh, like two-thirds of my XLE. Um, could this have an effect on oil? I don't know. I mean, the problem is oil prices are high right now. They dropped a dollar today. Could they go up to 100 I It's all based on the price of oil. Is this going to impact the nationwide price of oil? I, doubt, it, I think it would impact natural gas before it impacted oil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, guys, uh, I, listen, if it's going to impact those all that stuff, then it's definitely going to impact most likely Home Depot and Generac, right? I, yeah. I really, the one thing I've learned, and I've tried every storm trade imaginable over the past few years, I, it always comes back to one thing. I, I tell myself, I should have just stuck with Home Depot and Generac, just traded them a little bit quicker, a little bit heavier, gotten my timing right on them. That's what it always comes back to. I will say that this storm is really tricky. I did buy some Home Depot and I did buy some Generac, okay? But it's I'm, I don't have high conviction here at all. I'm not even sure if I have medium conviction because this whole ice event just might completely blow over and be a nothing and tomorrow both those stocks come down a little. I do like that Generac has earnings next week, so you have a little yeah. bit of kind of enthusiasm going into earnings. If this thing even bumps up interest in generators at all. I think it's probably a net positive for Generac. What are we looking for, though, the guys? What are we looking? I want to tell people the type of research that we do during these events. Here's what I do. I keep a close eye on search traffic. Are people searching for power outage for generator? Are they? And then what are they talking about on Twitter? I look for the words power outage on Twitter just to kind of see if there are any major power outages. There's a lot of ways to do this online, but I feel like the very first moments of power outages before they even make the news, before they even get listed, people immediately, the second their power goes out, they start saying power outage in Baltimore, like the whole city's out. So I don't know what's going on around the country. And this is one of those events that if you look at the line, Dave, you remember that pic I sent you? It's an ice line that theoretically could hit a multitude of big cities going all the way through the Midwest down to Texas. So it's really interesting, theoretically, how many high population areas this ice event could hit. Um, So I'm going to be checking Twitter, seeing if that materializes or not. And if it does, if it's like a really, really, really big night and we get this massive ice storms and power outages and people are talking about massive power outages in multiple cities and actual real ice uh, that's going to be sticking around for 24 hours, making the situation worse, I might pop in pre-market tomorrow morning. A Generac might be tougher to trade. It's not as liquid, but I might pop in some additional Home Depot long, uh, add to my long position pre-market tomorrow. 
That's yeah, look, here's what I like about Home about Depot. It. It's not like there's a lot of downside risk on Home Depot. You know what I mean? It's already come off a little bit from its all-time highs. If if this doesn't materialize, like, is Home Depot going to get cut in half? No. So there's, I, I don't see any huge downside to, to playing Home Depot on something like this. And remember, Unless we're not financial advisors, so Jordan's speaking to himself when he says it. Like, he doesn't think it's going to get cut in half, but it could. Right? So was, <laughs> well, wait, what? Um, no, I said you're not a financial advisor, so you're not saying it's not going to get cut in half, but we don't. Well, it could. I mean, anything, look, anything can happen, but for me, the way that I look at it is that Home Depot is kind of a low-risk way to play it. I was looking for a high-risk way to play it, something that might actually move the needle, and I was like, Generac, everybody buys Generac. They've already front-run me on Generac. Is it too late? I found this small power, it's called Pioneer Power Solutions, and they do generators and emergency power and uh, industrial installations. They're they're like a micro-cap. That's one that I'm looking at. Micro-caps scare me in these situations, though, because I feel like... You can't trust the ownership base, and the, yeah. a lot of times when you have funds looking to get out of these stocks, they love these liquidity events as a reason just to sell massive amounts of equity, right? So they really scare me. I feel a little more comfortable with Generac and Home Depot as just the, the, the headliner trade. Like, what's the trade that two million retail, five million retail investors will just make a ridiculous decision to pour into and get way too long over the course of a few hours if this storm hits, right? Yeah, and to me, Depot that's Generac and, and Home Depot. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. And as they're, as they're buying in, I'm probably selling out, right? Because hopefully yeah. I got in a few hours or even a few minutes before them, right? Maybe a half an hour or an hour before them. Yeah. And I'm selling out right when those news stories come out on Bloomberg and Yahoo Finance and like Apple Finance. Like right when all those news stories start coming out, like for a couple hours, those stocks pump. And right there is when I'm getting out. That's what I've learned the last few years. You got to get in just a little early and get out just a little early on these. It, you hold that in for a few hours, too long, you're done, man. Because it's all short-term momentum traders that are in on these storm. The, the storm trade has almost become like a thing. It's like a hot thing that everybody does now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I mean Home Depot is up a percent today for absolutely no reason other than uh, people are thinking about the storm. This, I bought, Jordan, I bought Home Depot yesterday Right on this yeah. storm trade, thinking maybe Home Depot pop. Now, Generac. But Generac's has down almost down. 2%. Yeah. And, and I think Generac has come down because, man, Generac did have such a big pop off hitting those, hitting those kind of, you know, six month lows that maybe people are like, okay, I did see this. I think the ice, the big ice storm thing, I felt like I felt a little more nervous yesterday than I do today. I feel like today the weather reports, when I'm looking at them, I'm like, uh. Is this thing really going to happen, right? And I think that's what the Generac yeah. traders are seeing right now. So they might already be de-risking that trade and being like, hey, this doesn't look like an insanely massive ice event. It looks like it still could be a big one. But the information has probably gotten a little bit better in terms of no horrible ice event than a horrible ice event in the last 12 hours. Yeah. My say. barometer for mainstream information pickup is the Today Show, and the massive ice storm was the lead story both yesterday and today. But yesterday it seemed more dire than today. Dave, you know you you got to read on the Today Show. It's like, a Today you, Show, and if you watch it every day, you start to realize how you know how important something is by how excited Hoda is at the beginning of the at the top of the hour. <laughs> So true. So the the big question is, 
what, how will the Today Show be covering the ice storm tomorrow morning? If you wake up and the Today Show is just barely talking about this, I am out of this trade. I am way out. I, the only way that I'm staying in this trade past pre-market tomorrow morning is if it if is if I am getting signals that the Today Show is going to dedicate half the show to the this devastating. I, so ice. I think that they will. Well, I think they're going to station reporters outside in the snow, regardless of how bad it is. They're going to. <laughs> they're deciding tonight. We're we're going to send the the Dallas guy out to uh, the. Fr- he was standing in front of Frisco talking about some something football related today. He's going to stand in the ice and he'll he'll be covering the Dallas aspect, and they'll have someone in Nashville, and they'll have someone. They'll have people up and down the south where we're not used to having ice and then they'll also have you know al standing outside showing how snowy it is in manhattan yeah i i um it's going to be a top I story do. unless something big happens overnight in other news so it's going to so, be the big so let, story so let in summary what i'm looking for are power out power outages that's all that matters to me power outages even if it's an insane storm that like they talk about if it, if they're not talking about power outages I am dissing, I, I'm out of my Generac trade and I'm out of my Home Depot. Well, I'm out of my Home Depot trade because it's really, it's the power outages that really drive people nuts. They're out there trying to figure yeah. stuff out. Because and I they're feel worried like- about plumbing, pe- cracking, right? There's all this other theoretical stuff. By the way, I'm not doing the pool trade because I don't think this is going to last long enough and be severe enough to have another situation where everybody's pool pumps are freezing and that was like a multi-day almost week-long thing that well the thing that. is you realize everybody north of texas they winterize their pool anyways and so it's Correct. only that sliver of north texas that it would affect but it, again yeah. it's only like a day and a half so that was yeah. an anomaly jordan right like that yeah. was this weird anomaly that happened because by texas, the way everyone's people, people probably don't know we don't winterize our pools in texas um but we can deal with a couple days of freezing it's not as long as we keep power and things like that then it's it's not a problem you know what I learned? I learned that because I am covering my plants in this kind of like meshy material. I'm such an idiot. Like I was going to cover them in like plastic because, and then I realized that that's the worst thing you can do because the plastic actually creates an environment underneath that actually can make it colder, not warmer. Yeah, you're creating an ice chest around your plants. Yes, yeah. I had no idea, and so thank goodness like listen if any of y'all pull one thing from today's show do not cover (laughs) do not cover your plants in a tarp or your pool i was going to cover all my pool equipment which is like brand new because i'm freaking out we haven't used our pool yet in a tarp now i'm like oh man that would have been a huge mistake no cover it in a a comfort because it's got anti-freeze uh stuff in it and they're not i mean it's got anti-freeze sensors and so it'll just circulate all night long do you even have water in your pool yet chris what is there water in your pool yet? Yeah, they just filled it this week, and it's it's. Uh, I think I, I would have held yeah. off a week. Dude, I've been waiting two <laughs> years, Dave. I'm not going to tell them to hold off on anything at this point. Like it's it's All been right. a, this has been the longest pool build in history. No pool build has taken this long. <laughs> it's ridiculous. it's true, it except awesome. for mine. You saw what my disaster looked like for two years. Yours is bad, too. By the way, people are talking about, like, one person mentioned a firm, which is one of our stock picks in the comments. Guys, this market is so hyper short-term focused. Like, a firm got destroyed. I sold most of my firm at a loss. Uh, I, Dude, this market is all about short-term. They're not thinking about a year down the road. They're not. It's just not where people's heads are right now. Very short-term. So we... <laughs> What it's, a nightmare I mean, with a firm. I still I still have my best. firm. Like I'm not looking for anything. 
You know, I've got positions, but I'm not adding any new positions right now. Yeah, totally. Um, by the way, I, I promised, I want to tell everyone, I, I like to update people on what I'm doing. I know uh, people probably have seen our Wolf Game episode a while back. Uh, I, I have now, uh, I, I still have a massive position in what's called uh, a wool, uh, like wool packs, like the best over four, pouches, best over four years, like $11 million in that stuff that invest over four, not cash and wool, which is like a couple million bucks in cash. But um, oh. I sold all of my Wolf Game assets. I want everybody to know that, all my sheep, all of my uh, wolves, only because Why? of opportunity. Well, opportunity costs, uh, I, there are just other projects that I I like Wolf Game, but there's other projects I like more right now, and I, I can't just make an endless amount of money to pull in, so I have to sell something, right? And so I did sell out, and a lot of people have been pinging me on that. I want them to know I did sell out. By the it way, looks like, uh, it looks like your wool did ball. not do well if you if you were buying it in back here in. Uh, well, we were talking I, about that in I, December, I, though. So Dave, we were back here made, in this red zone. So you you made money. Oh my money. gosh, Dave! I made. Uh, I'll just say how much I made on Wolf Game. I I think I made uh, between five hundred and seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars profit on that Wolf Game trade. It was it was a great NFT trade for me. But um, if you had only sold twenty days ago, you would have you have I really actually uh... did sell not quite at the peak. I started selling my wool after that peak. But Dave, I still have an crazy amount of wool. So anything that I make over, and I might get back into Wolf Game here in the next few months and start buying animals again. But I still have a lot of wool over the next four years that will vest. Uh, so I love I love the game. I love it. I love it. I just I have Pixel Vault. I have Cool Cats. I have so all my all of my Asian market NFTs. Um, we're going to talk about this I, on our NFT episode this week. I have a couple of huge new NFT trades. Also, I want people to know this is what we're teasing at the beginning of the episode. Tomorrow, probably, Dave? Would you say tomorrow, Thursday, right? We're going to do our episode, our NFT episode. Is that okay? And um, we, yeah, yeah. We can do it tomorrow. Okay. And we have a special announcement that I'm so I'm so happy we're getting to do this. We were offered a really amazing thing from a very interesting NFT project that we're, we're in already uh, that hasn't minted yet. And they are going to give something really valuable to our community uh, just because they love our show. Like one of the people involved with the project watches the show and they're going to give this to our community. There is crazy value in what they're giving us and we're going to give it out. So like, We'll talk about that tomorrow, but I can tell you guys, you do not want to miss tomorrow's episode. Uh, and we'll give instructions. And this is like literally just a free giveaway to the community. It's it's unbelievable. And I'm so excited to talk about it tomorrow. So please stay tuned. We'll talk about it in tomorrow's episode. We'll also tell you what we're doing, what, how this whole storm trade ended for us, right? Like I have my Home Depot and Generac. I kind of like got in both just, j just speculative. Not a lot, not a lot for my account. But I did get in. Well, I will make a final decision on if I want to purchase more or less about 30 minutes before the market closes today. If it looks like this storm, the ice piece, is getting potentially way worse, I might double down on my storm Home Depot and Generac trade. Or if it looks like it's kind of like just kind of not as bad uh, based on the most current weather reports and all the main cities it's going to hit, I might sell the whole position before the market closes today. And... I have to make that decision right before market. Are you going to tweet that? How, I how, mean, do, we, how do we know I, what you're I don't, doing? I don't want to tweet it because most of my Twitter followers don't really know about this trade. I think it will confuse them. Discord? But I'll try to maybe go in the 
I'll probably go in the Discord and just let people know what I'm doing. I'll, I'll try to do that. Yeah. All right. So if you uh, if you're not in a part of our Discord, go to dumbmoney.tv/discord for an invite. It's absolutely free. We'll never ask for any money, ever. So uh, if you if you see someone who looks like us asking for money, it's not us. There are multiple not imposter money. accounts <laughs> that look like me that are not me. And when we do this giveaway, it's going to be inside of Discord. So yeah. dumbmoney.tv forward slash Discord. We'll talk about it tomorrow on tomorrow's episode, assuming that we have power in Dallas. I will because I have a generator. And speaking of, yeah, you may, you may be solo uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe I have to come over, <laughs> do a live show in person. Uh, speaking of upcoming shows and Discord, I think it would be a good idea. We, we talked about uh, Super Bowl trades, like what, what, which trades will the Super Bowl move? Um we might do that, do that Friday, Friday or, or yeah, if Friday. you guys have ideas of trades, put them in Discord. They don't even have to be high conviction, just ideas for, for things that you think that the Super Bowl might move the market in particular stocks. Or the I have two Super Bowl trades I want to talk about. I can't wait for Friday's episode. I have two Super Bowl trades. Uh, if you, the community has any others, please, please discuss them in Discord for sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, my tomorrow's NFT day on Dumb Money. You, you I, get your, your one NFT show a week. And if you guys don't like NFTs, one show NFT up anyway show and, and just hit the thumbs up just because. This is the one, by the way, if you're going to ever listen to an NFT show, this is the one because we're doing our first giveaway. I'm just so excited about it, man. Super pumped. Uh, All right. Well, show. we will stay tuned for that. That sounds amazing. Uh, and thank you guys for, for tuning in. Check out our Discord. Follow us on all the places. Twitter, Instagram, uh, our, up. our podcast. Thumbs up before you leave. And that's it. We're done money. We will see you right back here tomorrow. Mm-hmm.